This is Old Guys Bitching. And I'm Byron. I'm Steve. Now, we're censored again. Uh, Again we are censored? Yeah, we are censored again. I mean, we're finally live on Stitcher and uh, 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 Google Play and iTunes. We've got all the big three. But Facebook, Facebook keeps asking me, because we do have a page on Facebook, and they keep asking me if I want to boost. So, you know, for a couple of bucks, you can get some advertising out on the show. And every time I do, I get rejected. Oh, my goodness. Now, I... At first, I found that I had an old credit card on there that I don't use anymore, so I switched the credit card information, and I still got rejected. So It's probably our faces. It, it could be that, or it could be bitching in the title. Now, bitching no. is in the dictionary <laughs> as complaining. Well, Slang for complaining. Well, I have something to say about that. Stupid, 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 stupid. Almost as as stupid as kids eating Tide Pods. Oh, you know what? Have you ever tried a Tide Pod? Well, no, I I just ate it out of the box when I was a kid. (laughs) That's that's right. Just take handfuls of Tide and, and just choke it down. So anyway, you know, I started thinking about stupidity. Because it's it's rampant. I think there's a comedian, uh, Bill Engvall, who says you can't fix stupid. Well, no, you can't. But, which is why we have the government. We have. <laughs> anyway, so I started thinking about like stupid stuff, uh, and I've done a lot of stupid stuff. If you're hearing a big roar, it's because a big ass jet is flying over my house. That's. It's a, is that it's from the the uh, nearby Nellis Air Force Base, and for some reason they feel compelled to use my house as a locator beacon. Another stupid thing. <laughs> I well, you want to know stupid? I was driving home today, and the amount of stupid people behind the wheels of cars drives me crazy. I am so looking forward to the day when everybody has to have a self-driving car, or get off the road. Have you ever actually been in a self-driving vehicle? I have. No, you have? I have. In uh, downtown Las Vegas, there is a self-driving shuttle oh. that just kind of drives around. And uh, so when I was uh, Santa Claus for downtown Las Vegas, they wanted me to make my grand entrance on this downtown self-driving shuttle, whatever it is. So I get on the thing, and there is a guy uh, who has this nice little T-shirt that says, you know, self-driving shuttle on it. And then he, like, takes these, these controls, like a joystick, and pulls the thing out of the parking lot, and then it goes down the street. We get to a traffic light. He jiggles the little uh, uh, joystick again. It stops, and then we turn right, and he kind of moves the joystick again. And I'm thinking, this isn't self-driving. The dude with the joystick (laughs) is driving the thing. Stupid, stupid, stupid. That is stupid. stupid. But you know what? I'm, I'm thinking now when they come out, first of all, I'm, I have vowed not to get a new car until it's a self driving car. Because at my age, I shouldn't be driving anymore. But, well, you but know, I have te- Tesla. Tesla is now, they're driving a car in space. Right. But who can afford but, a Tesla? Yeah, but, but, the, but did you know that 
Tesla has this little flaw built in that they don't really talk about, but it, it's there. And that is the Tesla self-driving car cannot detect a stationary object. And I didn't know about this until I was reading this news report in the LA Times about a Tesla that slammed into the back of a fire truck that was stopped on the freeway to put out a fire on the side of the freeway. And then Tesla said, oh yeah, we forgot to tell you that uh, it, you, the Tesla car can't detect a stationary object. So that's why I thought that the truck was moving. That doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> That is well, stupid, stupid, stupid. <laughs> it's kind, kind of like, you know, uh, David Bowie, uh, he played Tesla, you know, the scientist yes, in a movie. Yeah. And now the Tesla car in space is playing David Bowie. See, it, it, everything comes around full cycle. But <laughs> but I was thinking, I, would, I was thinking today as I was driving home confronted by stupid drivers everywhere, is that when, when they do have... Uh, self-driving cars available. Everybody who has a license should be retested, and if they're if they fail the test, they should have to be forced to get a self-driving car. It's like I'm sorry, you cannot. Now that you we have the technology, you are no longer allowed to have your own driving vehicle. The car must That's, drive that, for you. That sounds great. Of course, you know what that means. You and me are going to have to get self-driving cars. We're never going to pass well, that Like test. I said, that's why I'm, I'm ready for one. You don't have to ask me. I don't, I'll don't. i say, you know what, let's get the test. I'm just getting the self-driving car. <laughs> I don't need the test. I know I'm going to flunk it. Works, works for me. You know, uh, about this whole stupid thing, I started thinking about, you know, things in my life, stupid stuff that I have done. I, and he, here is the thing, you know, actually I finally got confirmation of this. Sometimes you have to have outside confirmation of stuff that you have done stupidly. And here, here is my confirmation. You see, back in, in the uh, kind of early 80s, well, early to mid, I was um, artistic director of a theater chain. So uh, anyway, that meant that I had to cast a lot of shows. So I was casting uh, Neil Simon's Last of the Red Hot Lovers. Oh. And this um, uh, young, uh, I can't call her a young woman. She was a girl. She came with her mother to audition for the role of Bobby. And the role of Bobby deals with uh, uh, a, uh, a rather promiscuous uh, marijuana-smoking hippie type. And so I, I just told this young girl and her mother that, I I'm sorry, I could not audition her for uh, any sort of roles like that um, and send her away. And then in like 1998, I'm watching the Tony Awards, and there she is, picking up a Tony Award. So, yep, I turned down Kristen Chenoweth. Oh! <laughs> now, just <fool>? recently, <laughs> just recently, um, I was auditioning a guy who's going to be starring in my, uh, my next show, which uh, opens up in May. And... Uh, I was telling him about stuff, and he was mentioning people he'd worked with recently, and he, he mentioned her name. And I thought, whoa. And so I told him the story. And immediately, he texts her. Oh, my God. 
And she texted right back. And actually, she, she quoted you. She said, oh, my God. <laughs> and, and that she she recounted the whole episode to him. <laughs> so, yes, um, I, that's has stuck with Kristen Chenoweth all her life, this jerk in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, turning her down for a show. Well, that's why you were in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, just a stupid town. And for anyone stupid listening so, in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, uh, we don't apologize. We- <laughs> that's right. I, I used to live off 101st Street there, so uh, they can apologize to me. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Hey, you know- Okay, now, Steve. Okay, I just fessed up to a stupid thing that I did, so I want to hear something stupid from you, and not the song by Nancy Sinatra. Well, I, I've never done anything stupid. Um, <laughs> I, now, I know there are, there are probably people that are going to listen to this who know me who are going to immediately go, oh, yes, you have. Come on. <laughs> a day doesn't go by without you doing something stupid. I'm just having trouble coming up with something in particular that I've done that is stupid. But I, I know it, it's, it's all there. I, I know one thing. Um, What's that? I, there was... Uh, 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 the stupid things that I do is I never understand. I've I've always had trouble trouble with women, as most men have, of understanding um, the signals, for okay. for lack of a better term. Because okay, so semaphore. Yeah, because they're they're not usually upfront. You know, unless a woman attacks me and grabs my crotch right from the get-go, I'm not sure how to proceed. Um, I mean, once they do that, I do, but <laughs> it's getting to that yeah. point. Yo, I mean, it just raises that your voice, makes I it think. makes it uh, tricky. But, I mean, I've had so many times where I just, you know, I wasn't sure, and I said, okay, I'm not going to approach this because I don't want to, this might be the wrong s- circumstance, and only to find out after the fact that they were interested, and I did nothing about it. Oh my! You should have negotiated. You know, sometimes they will take less. I, I, you know, I'm thinking of having cards printed, and then every time I run into a woman who I think maybe there's something there, hand her the card and say, "Don't read that until I leave." And it just has my phone number on, and said, "Hey, if if I was reading this right and you are interested, call me. We'll go out." I I have a card that I that I hand out. It says, "I am mute." <laughs> <laughs> Brian, Byron, I've never known you to be mute. <laughs> uh, nor has anyone else who has ever met me for any any time longer than three seconds. There is no reason to be mute. But you know what? We, we said to, now. You, you cited me before as saying, "Oh my God," which is interesting because I consider myself an atheist or mm-hmm. to hedge bets an agnostic, but. I don't. I know a lot of atheists and agnostics who use that term. Well, of course, and they're using it with a small g. I guess it is. Oh my God! Of course, that doesn't mean your God is a religious God. Your God could be uh, your 1942 Pinto. They didn't personally, even have 42 Pintos, but yeah. For, personally, I prefer um, Bilius. Uh, he's the god of hangovers. He's also known as the Oh God. <laughs> I can't take credit for that. That's Terry Pratchett. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, uh, yeah. I, I think I've prayed to him many times. 
So, so what else do you want to talk about? You know what? The the um, there was more last uh, podcast. We talked about the fact that the the uh, permafrost is melting in the Arctic because of uh, climate change, and that it's going to lead to very very bad things. Well, I read today one of the bad things is evidently there is a huge huge storage. Uh, thing in the Arctic of mercury. Ooh. And that... That, that, that could be bad. I mean, well, we'd never be able to fill that many thermometers. Well, that's what they said. They said, you know, just like a thermometer, the mercury in the ground rises when it gets warm. So the permafrost is what's been keeping it down. But if the permafrost goes, then the mercury comes up and floods our oceans. That's going to be bad. If you yeah. thought tuna was bad before... Just wait. We're going to be getting nothing but Charlie. Of course, no. People uh, won't understand that because they're too young. (laughs) Sorry, Charlie. (laughs) You know, here's what I I want to talk about. In addition to that, it's just the way uh, behavior, perceptions, and all that change. Because when I was like in the first, second, third grade, one thing that we thought was cool is being able to take mercury and rub it onto, you know, silver type coins and made them shinier. And we did this barehanded, which, you know, sort of explains my mental deficiencies today. But, you know, this now now you talk about that and there were lots of things we did as kids that today would be stupid, stupid, stupid and never allowed. But we were allowed to do it. And it's amazing that any of us have reached our senior years. That's true, because when I was a kid, you know, uh, when I was very young, you know, three, four, five years old, one of the things that I found really enjoyable to do is when I'd pile in the car with my mom and dad, and you got the big bench seat up front, and I would just stand between them. Yeah. Yeah. And somehow or another, I avoided launching through the windshield, <laughs> not because my dad didn't try, but uh, somehow I managed to just maintain that posture. And it, I, I mean, I, I played with all kinds of things that I probably shouldn't have played with, you know, with guns that shot real plastic bullets and things out, you know, and somehow we all managed to survive that. Yeah, somehow, somehow. In fact, I was among the, you know, the group of kids in the neighborhood that, like, Fourth of July, we'd uh, somehow one of us would get to a fireworks stand and, and buy fireworks, and uh, we idiotically would do stuff like, "Here, hold this while I light it. Don't, don't throw it away now. <laughs> Make sure it goes off." Yeah, <laughs> and that, and let's all stand in a circle around a cherry bomb and see what it'll do. Well, you know, we we did that. We would do that. Now, I, I, as we talked about before, I grew up in New York, so um, you know, it wasn't exactly a rural area, and we used to take fire firecrackers and fireworks of different kinds and put them in like a model airplane launch it out the window and film it with an eight millimeter camera 
to didn't everybody to, to show this plane blowing up in the sky, and then we had great fun once the film. We actually had to have it processed in those days. You couldn't just un- upload it to a computer. You had to send it out for processing and wait a few weeks for it to come back. And when it did, we'd run well, it and we'd watch the plane blow up, <laughs> and then we'd run it backwards because it was more fun oh, yeah. watching the plane come together in the air. <laughs> so we were er- early innovators of special effects without knowing it. Of course, we did burn down the neighborhood once, uh, but nobody would claim uh, responsibility for that. But it was only because there were 10 of us uh, tossing fireworks into tall, dry grass. You know, in on the heels of this week's This Is Us, the Super Bowl episode, you probably shouldn't have said that. Um, <laughs> see, you don't watch it, but, but Jack... Jack died. I, I know I don't watch it, but my daughter called, and so I did take the crock pot and put it in the trash. Yeah, all right. All right. <laughs> By the way, I do want to just interject, you know, just for uh, liability purposes. Uh, kids, don't do anything that we describe at home right. because <laughs> we did it because we were stupid, stupid, stupid. But, you know, you don't have to worry about kids listening to this because we're not on any service that is uh you know served up to kids everything is that's true we're we're explicit mm-hmm. we yeah, have we explicit all services content. that no one listens to. you must be over 18 to listen to this yeah we're checking ids right <laughs> my 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 daughter said would anybody under 18 want to listen to it <laughs> we're not even sure people over 18 would want to listen to it <laughs> No, I listen to it, but only when I'm editing. (laughs) So, now, did you watch the Super Bowl? I don't know. Do you care about sports? Uh, I don't care about sports in the least, but I did, uh, you know, I always uh, turn the Super Bowl on for the last quarter. Uh, You know, just whatever. And the the just memorable, memorable moment for me was when Brady was going to pass and the, the Eagles got back behind the line and got there and he just threw nothing the ball was not completely out of his hand but his body was on autopilot and he threw the best hail mary ever if only he'd had the ball well you know you know why they do that because they try to fake the refs out to making them think it's a forward pass so they'll just call it uh incomplete instead of a fumble where then the other team can get it, recover it, and and run a touchdown or just have possession. So that's why they do that. They they know what they're doing. They're, they're yeah, but ju- but just like the the field refs that you're not fooling anyone. <laughs> but they try. They do try. <laughs> but I had I had absolutely no intention. I am a football fan, but I do I root for the Seahawks, my hometown team now, and I root for my old hometown team the New York Giants um I at one time I did root for the Jets who were my team growing up as a teenager close to Shea Stadium in New York but they haven't been much to root for for years so I I stick to mostly the Seahawks and the Giants um as much as I did like the Rams when I lived in LA once they moved away to St. Louis I hated them and now that they've moved back to L.A., I just don't care anymore. But I sat down. I said, well, let me watch a little bit in the beginning. And I was hooked. And I ended up watching the whole damn game, including 
the halftime show with Justin Timberlake, and which I ne- never watched the halftime show, but I did, and I, I was just glued to the screen for the whole thing because I just it was just great seeing uh, the Patriots get their heads handed to them. Now I know we've got we'll have fans in the Boston area who are not going to be happy with that, but face it, most people outside of New England hate the Patriots. Yeah, that's true. You know, when you were talking about the uh, the Timberlake concert, I thought when you said your favorite moment, I thought you were watching that just in case Janet Jackson ran out onto the field and uh, you could see her nipple. I I thought about it. I definitely well, thought about you're it. You're always in, thinking about in, Janet Jackson's in, nipples. Well, no, I I <laughs> nipples, yes, Janet Jackson's no. Uh, <laughs> there are plenty of other nipples on the planet, but uh, see, now we're getting explicit again, and now we're going to be kicked off iTunes or something. But you, but you told them we were explicit already. So <laughs> they have to accept that. Once you say it, they have to accept. That's it. true. We are we are explicit. So we have. I, I've been doing. Uh, we have Hamilton in town now. The show Hamilton. But aren't the t- aren't the tickets like nine hundred bucks? Something like that. Seattle? But well, yeah. but you can't even get them because they're so the whole run is sold out. But they're doing this daily lottery for like the show two days later, and you can get a couple of tickets for ten bucks each in the orchestra. With, well, that's what they do in New York with yeah. this lottery, right? So I've been, you know, I, I I downloaded the Hamilton app on my phone, and every every morning at eleven o'clock. The, the uh, thing goes live, and I do it. It's like, okay, you're submitted. I, I haven't even gotten a notice like you lose. You know, at least <laughs> when you play the lottery and, and you put your little, your little card under the scanner in, in the store, and it comes up, sorry, not a winner. I said, yeah, you no. know what? I've had enough people in my life tell me I'm a loser. I don't need the state doing it, too. And I just want to be in the room where it happens. Yeah, can you, you know, why can't this little thing at least say, nice try, or something <laughs> like that? Thanks for playing. It would probably crash the whole system. You're, if it was, you're you know, turning down so many people. Yeah, yeah, your dollar helped the school system. Something nice, but not, sorry, not a winner. <laughs> God oh, damn, I, I, I don't need your help, state. Stay out of my life. So what we have a uh, I've got a vote coming up here a special election for a special school levy. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I, first of all, I want to know why a tax to help schools is named after a Jewish person. Yeah, I think you know, that's, all those levies. Yeah, I think that's very anti-Semitic. But it's uh, but so we have to renew this levy so they can take more money from us every year. And somebody pointed out that, well, the county is about to levy uh, new property taxes to help pay for the schools. So why are we paying for a levy on schools when we're paying property taxes to the county that's supposed to cover that? Well, you know, hopefully, and this is just a hope, you know, you you can't say that it's going to be anywhere near reality, but the hope is the money will go to educate the kids uh, so that they understand what we have to say. Um, I don't know that our educational system can handle that 
anywhere in the country. I don't know if anybody could figure out what we're saying. I don't know either. I did, did you see? Did you ever get our our uh, website going? I tried to put a website together with Wix. It's a, a, a you do a free website, and I I got our main logo up there, and I couldn't figure well, out. Well, you know, anything I, else. I told you that uh, that I got the four hundred four. You sent me a new link, and uh, I was so uh, depressed and down from getting the 404 that uh, I, I haven't tried it because I'm so good at websites. I'm just stupid, stupid, stupid. <laughs> you, well, you managed to get the sound going tonight, which is, is really nice. Now, the, the uh, I think the 404 is a great name for a TV series. 404, the what, the 213? Yeah. The 700, you got you those You got guys. the 400, the 100, uh, <laughs> the 700, oh, don't, don't talk about them. But now, what is, what is this going on every day I'm hearing about a new reboot being done? Not a new TV series. It's like they got to do a new version of old TV series. Murphy Brown on her way back. Murphy Brown's coming back. Uh, what else did uh, I? Well, did Will, I mean? uh, Will and Grace has been back for months now. Well, Will and Grace is back, right? But but there were others I heard. Oh, uh, I know they've tried um, Rockford Files, mm-hmm. and that didn't work. Well, you, unless um, you have James Garner, you're never going to. Well, that's that's what they don't get, you know. And it's like I I was there was a marathon this weekend on a on a great cable channel called Decades that shows all these old TV shows from the 50s, 60s, 70s and they had a whole weekend marathon of Mannix. Whoa, now you knew now, uh, Mannix. Right? I, I, yeah. I knew Mike Connors and my uncle managed him for a while and when I was 17 I got a trip to LA from New York and uh, we got we were uh, Mike's guests on the set of Mannix as they were shooting and then we had free reign over uh, uh, the Paramount Studios lot. So we were playing cowboys and Indians in the in the cowboy in the saloon and all that, and doing. A, and then I tried to pick up uh, Lauren Hutton. That didn't go over so well, considering I was I was seventeen. Um, not that it would have been any better if I was older, but. Uh, <laughs> But Mike was Mike Connors was actually. I mean, I was watching the show and it actually holds up fairly well. I mean, obviously it's dated because it was shot in the seventies, um, but the stories and and characters and everything hold up well. Frank Langella showed up in an episode as the bad guy. Uh, it was just interesting to see some of the old uh, character actors showing up on uh, in guest starring well, roles. You know, the but re- Mike. The reboot I was really looking forward to, I mean, just with great anticipation, looking forward to it, My Mother, the Car, oh. and then Jerry Van Dyke passed away, so that, that took care of it. See, if they had, he probably would be, it would be My Father, the Car, and he would be the voice. <laughs> that yeah. would be the only way to do it. But then again, I, I mean, I don't know if you ever watched that show, but there was really no reason for it to be on the air in the first place. I know. The only thing that really held my attention was Avery Schreiber's mustache. <laughs> now, now, Jerry Van Dyke turned down something that turned turned out to be something big to do Mother, My Mother the Car. What was it? I forget. Uh, um, I don't know. Uh, the uh, Derek Jacobi Hamlet. Uh, 
No, I don't think that was it. But uh, I, but I, I really this whole reboot thing is just so frustrating, you know. And and whenever they do a story on it, people will say, "Oh, those writers can't come up with anything new." It's not the writers, people. The writers come up with something new all the time. It's the idiot suits at the networks who won't greenlight anything new because they're afraid. It's, that's why cable is kicking their ass. We've talked about this before, and it's because cable just turns to the creative people and says, do it. We'll yeah, stay out of the it. way. Let us know when it's done. But if you're going to keep doing shows that have been done before, there's no point to that. See, the, the perfect example here, the perfect example was a couple of years ago when NBC decided they were going to do a new live version of Peter Pan. Peter Pan was a classic with um, Mary Martin. Mary Martin. It was just right. an absolute classic. So it was the NBC suits who decided that they would do the casting on this. Now, picture these guys have probably never seen the Mary Martin thing. They've never read the J.M. Barry Peter Pan. They never even listened to the, the Kathy Rigby uh, show album. And, and here they are thinking they're brilliant. When we know they're stupid, stupid, stupid. Stupid! Which so, brings us full circle. So what did they do? They they said, now, who could be Peter Pan? And they said, oh, didn't, doesn't uh, our news anchor, Brian Williams, have a daughter who wants to be an actress? She could be Peter Pan. And Captain Hook. Uh, uh, we'll get Christopher Walken. He'd be the perfect Captain Hook, which he could have. He could have, but what happened was Christopher Walken, in his inimitable way, said, I don't want to play Mr. Darling. And that's kind of like a, a plot point, you know. So yeah, they cast yeah. some other actor as Mr. Darling, and then the director, whoever the idiot was, says, well, don't they have to, ha oh, it was Chris, Christian Bowles, uh, Borles. Uh, Borles. Yeah, don't. don't Do you hear it? Don't they have to have like uh, like Mr. Darling in Neverland that the kids? In? I said, oh yeah, we'll make him Smee. Yeah, like okay, <laughs> that's uh, that's not the point. So again, it just comes back to the suits. Stupid, 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 stupid. stupid. Which also brings us to the end of this episode. We uh, are over our time. That's stupid. That's stupid. Stupid. Well, we'll maybe we'll add five more seconds next uh, next time. Anyway, I'm Byron. I'm Steve, and this is Old Guys Bitchin'. Please join us next time. Thanks. Stupid. stupid.